Good morning everybody. Welcome to Live Sail Dies coverage from day 10 at the sailing in Tokyo. Welcome back to George Gortry. Welcome George and of course Andrew Brown, our expert over the other side there. What a phenomenal day yesterday uh, for the Kiwi sailing fans. That was some seriously nerve-wracking uh, medal race watching. Uh, it certainly was in my household and the amount of messages I got yeah, sort of blew me away. Uh, Brownie 49ers, a case of uh, oh so close, um, you know, so close to snatching, not snatching it, defending that gold medal, but still a silver medal, fantastic effort from uh, Peter Burling and Blair Chuk. Yeah, fantastic effort, like it's a silver medal, you know, that's their third medal now. The equal highest sailing medalists in sailing with Barbara Kendall, like amazing, amazing effort. Third in the race, um, you know, and as we said yesterday morning, they were punchy, you know, they, they did the port tax start, went right, you know, believed in, in what they saw and, and really went for it. And just unfortunately it wasn't quite enough and when we saw the Germans jibe a little early on that last run, I had a few cringes and a few oh my moments then. Yeah, so George is you know, breaking down that race a little bit. The pre-start was, was interesting. It was sort of, uh, you know, was hard to know exactly what Pete and Blair's plan was there. It looks like they were setting up just to windward of, of GBR um, on the start line, and then they did end up backing out and started on port, and, and then GBR ended up getting a glamour start down at the pin. And I guess a little bit lucky for them, the boat to leeward of them was over and went back, which opened up that lane. So there we had two of our top three charging off to opposite corners on the first beat so there's the nerves nerve goes racking up right there yeah and you got that annoying as graphic that's just ticking over gbr's in the lead new zealand's in the lead and yeah i think all of us were sitting on the edge of our couches there waiting to see what that cross happened and i think for the gbr guys lucky the boat below them went back mm. and also portugal got pulled out yep. off their hip just when you're starting to want to think about tacking so i think that was really crucial for them yeah i think you know you know they had a nice clear run up that whole beat where the where the New Zealand boys, when they came back on starboard, they they asked the Danish to cross them. You know, they waved them through, but the Danish did tack sort of into lured of them, which does put you in a slightly compromised position speed-wise, which, you know, that makes that, they only ended up crossing behind GBR by a boat length or so. So there's just a little bit there, didn't quite go their way, but man, they closed right in down the run and then up that second beat, it was all on again. Yeah, I think they certainly gave themselves every opportunity to, to really close out that gold medal. And I know sailing's a sport of many, many moments that can go wrong or right. And I think to get as close as they did was pretty, pretty goddamn impressive. And I think, look, they'll be disappointed to be coming home with the silver. And I think you could see that post-race. Yeah. And I think you just got to look at the finish between GBR in Germany, just what quarter of bow, quarter of uh, prodder, or whatever they call yeah. them on those boats, and would have been very different. Don't have them on your laser, do you? Nah, just a Vang and a Cunningham <laughs> or something. No, I'm not sure. <laughs> no, a, f a phenomenal finish, you know. And we saw the, as Brownie alluded to, we saw the Germans jibe early down that run. Or not, it wasn't super early, and they're in the position where they can't afford to get jumped by the 
by GBR going back to the finish line. So they're in a position where they've got to pick their time to go. But every other run, the run before, the guys down on that bottom lay line had made pretty nice gains. So when they did jibe, I was like, oh, no, please, 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 please. Um, but, yeah, phenomenal finish. And, hey, you've got to give huge credit to the GBR team. Yeah. Um, you know, Fletcher and Bithell, they sailed an absolute glamour race, hung in there right to the end, two-second win to snatch the gold medal from sort of two legends of the sport. Yeah, exactly. And... Um I've seen um, for the last few weeks, that's all I've been talking about is trying to beat the two legends. Um, also for Stuart Bithell, he's now got a gold medal to go with a silver medal. He won in the 470 in London. Um, so he's building a very successful Olympic career in his own right as well. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, well done to Peter Burling and Blair Chuk, a silver medal to add to their already, you know, their silver from London and the gold medal from Rio. And you know, who knows if they'll be back or not. I wouldn't certainly wouldn't count them out. It's only three more years. Um, so George, let's move on to the, the next middle race middle race from New Zealand's point of view. Again, another another nail biter. Um, Josh Jr. wasn't in a great position up the first beat. Again, chose the right. The left was pretty strong, um, as we'd sort of seen in general in the 49er race beforehand where Joel Scott went back, managed to sneak up round there in, in that first beat. But Josh had a beautiful first run, and, it, and you know, part luck comes into it. He had a really nice exit out of that gate where the, sort of the, everyone else got a bit jammed up at that other gate mark. So he had a really nice exit start to the second beat and put himself right back in contention. Yeah, it was a good race again. I think probably the perfect conditions for meta racing and across all the classes, he saw some really close races, which is awesome as a sailor to watch that. Yeah, and I think Josh got himself back in it and then I think he'll be ruining his mistake at the top of that second run, just going getting to the outside when he'd done so well on the inside in that first run. And then you saw the carnage at the bottom mark with so many boats so close oh. together and just, just got it a little bit wrong, unfortunately. Yeah, that whole fleet condensed down that run, a little bit of breeze filling in from behind and and Josh, you know, he, he tried to cross over to the inside halfway down and, and did it to most of the fleet um, and got himself in a good spot. But unfortunately, the Aussie, Aussie Jake Lilly really defended him hard and they got him on the outside at that bottom mark and that was sort of game over. And what was amazing to me is to see that whole fin fleet, 10 boats finished within 26 seconds. You know, at that last mark, you know, the Hungarian Beresic was in gold medal position for the reach to the finish, and that changed along there. So, yeah, phenomenal racing. Yeah, pretty awesome to see, and I think there was all sorts of yelling going on around the bottom mark, and we saw Josh actually get a penalty post-finishing and having to go back across the line, do his turns and go over. So I'm sure that's just a stab in the back he didn't need, but <laughs> I don't know, that sailing, it can be cruel sometimes. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, but still fifth-place finish, that's uh, certainly nothing to sneeze at. Um, Brownie? 49er FXs had their middle race yesterday. I just thought that was a su superb display of sailing from Martin Grail um, and Kunz. They they just were really methodical. And, you know, absolutely did exactly what they did. And the the uh, the Dutch girls who were leading going into it just couldn't quite get out of trouble that whole race. They just were a little bit stuck in the pack, and you know got a bit caught up and couldn't quite do it, and ended up dropping all the way back to bronze. Yeah, it was. Um Amazing race. I was uh, very lucky enough to coach Martine Grail in the build-up to 2012 when she was in a 470. 
and she's a very smart, very determined, very fiery South American sailor who leaves it all out on the water and you could see that yesterday and yeah, went for gold. Again, as George said and as Cam alluded to, another great medal race where we saw just like in the 49er class, the silver medalists actually came through for a gold. That's what, you know, the racing was all about and such exciting day yesterday with all those medal races. And cool to see your dad, Torben, as the coach. Yeah, you know, exactly. One of the legends of the sport, you know, a, 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 an absolute icon of, of Brazilian sailing and world sailing, multiple Olympic medalist himself. Um, yeah, there's a pretty cool family connection there. Yeah, he's, um, yeah, he's actually the performance manager there and, and yeah, just, just across all classes. And, you know, he was out also with, the, um, with Robert Scheid, another legend of the sport, when he did his laser racing as well. So, yeah, really cool for that that there and also not to mention that um, he didn't make the medal race but um, Torben's son and, and Martin's brother uh, Marco was racing in the 49er as well amazing family yeah um, and then we had the NACRA the NACRA medal race as well you know the, the points at the top of that leaderboard were a bit more spread out it was it was great to see Santi Langa go out and smash it out of the park and the and the medal race there for a win to finish finish up that games with a bullet but you know impressive display by the Italian team to win that event relatively comfortable comfortably over GBR and Germany in third yeah a um, yeah brilliant day for um, for those Italian um, that Italian team again they sailed brilliantly all week but again the British came away with another medal you know that was uh, a massive day for Great Britain yesterday yeah, they're very impressive from the GBR team through yeah. the sailing quite easily, the top country yeah, exactly. uh, at this game so far. Now, George, um, I'm sure you've been following the, the, our other Kiwis in action too. We've got one more team still going, and yesterday it was an important day for, for Snowy and, and Dan in the 470 men's class. They had two races left. They finished with a six and a three to close the gap a little bit on, that, on the uh, pair up in front of them again, so they've done all they can. Um, they were third for the day, which is a great performance in that light air. Um, and go into this medal race today, six points out of bronze. Yeah, it's cool. Cool to see another Kiwi crew right up there in the hunt. And I think what they did yesterday was exactly what they needed to do. Try and close the gap to that boat in front. Give themselves a chance today. And like we've seen, anything can happen in those medal races. Brownie, you get any intel from uh, up there in Tokyo on the 470 boys and how they're feeling? Yeah, they're um, feeling pumped. They've got nothing to lose. Um, you know, they're just going to go out there and instead of taking some boxing gloves to this fight, they're going to take, you know, a machine gun and see how they go, you know, just try and blast it away and, and give it everything. This is the last time that, that um, you know, Snowy and Dan are sailing a 470 together. The 470 is going to become a mixed class after this. So they want to finish their last race together. They've been they've been sailing together since they were second and fourth at the Opti Worlds many moons ago. They've been racing together all this time, and they just really want to end on a really high note. Nice, and of course we've also got the 470 women's medal race on today. Um, GBR team pretty solidly in the lead, a 14-point lead. They look pretty secure, but tight behind with France. Poland and Slovenia, so that'll be another one to watch out for. Yeah, it will be. And um, I, I looked at the tracking a little bit yesterday with the uh, 470 woman, and you could really see the GBR team 
really trying to nail home a, a good lead. They finished one place in front of the um, second place French team in both races, really trying to secure a couple more points ready for this gold medal match. Okay, so Brownie, we've got the two medal races. We've got the Kiwis on at 5.30 New Zealand time this afternoon. Uh, what's the weather looking like? It's going to be another light one. Um, it is going to be a sea breeze. Clear skies, so there will be racing, but it will be light. It'll be marginal to see if the if it breaks eight knots. So then um, if it is over eight knots, you're going to see some big pumping action from the 470s. If it's under eight knots, it's going to be a, a slow, smooth race and and you know that you talk about a slow smooth race this the slower boats in this rig not saying the 470s brownie are slow but they're not exactly rocket ships um the slow boats in these middle races have had some of the most intriguing races so far yeah i found it really exciting you know the the fin that's done that last ever um olympic race yesterday as you said 26 seconds great racing the laser race and the laser radial race the other day another couple of slow traditional boats it's just been amazing watching you know the the fast boats yeah they're exciting but the racing's also quite spread out yeah so um yeah well thank you to george and andrew again thank you to bng and predict wind a shout out to sailing energy for the awesome photos coming out of tokyo Hey, an awesome day yesterday. You know, we know we were after gold, but silver is a fantastic effort from Peter Burling and Blair Chook. Let's celebrate that. And today, everyone get behind Dan and Paul, 5.30 this afternoon to cheer them into a medal as well. See you all tomorrow.